Dear Bernadette Joy is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. Hey guys, it's Bernadette Joy. I'm the founder at Crush Your Money Goals and I am super excited to present to you this next season where I'm going to be answering your questions. Since I started this company in 2016, I have fielded thousands of questions about personal finance and I am here to tell you what you want to know based on my personal experience and having worked with many of you. And all of these questions are not just related to money, but also how it affects our personal life, our family, our careers, and everything that we care about in our daily life. So welcome to season four, Dear Bernadette Joy. Hi, everyone. It's me. I'm back for the final episode of this season. Can you believe it? This is the 11th episode. It feels kind of weird to be leaving on the 11th episode, but I felt like this was warranted. And you may have noticed that there was a bit of a hiatus since the last episode. It's been a little bit over a month. And for those of you who have been following me on social media, you probably know why. That is because my father passed away in the last um, month. On Mother's Day, got a call uh, from my brother that my father had a stroke and had to drop everything um, for what I thought would be, um, you know, going to the hospital and ending up having to do the things that I, no one ever wants to talk about, right? Which is saying goodbye to my father. And so obviously I'm already getting emotional talking about it. And so I needed to take some time. So for those of you who feel like, you know, you're overwhelmed, you've got shit to do, like the world is falling apart, Like, it is okay to just stop and take a freaking break, right? And so that's what I had to do for the last month was um, I ended up staying in Las Vegas with my uh, mom for a month, which was such a blessing in disguise that, you know, all of the work that AJ and I have put together over the last couple of years and getting out of debt, getting our finances in order, becoming financially independent, working for myself, it's times like these that... Um, I didn't realize how important that was um, until I needed it most, which was to take an entire month off and just take care of my family. So I am back and uh, this is the Dear Bernadette Joy podcast. And uh, usually we answer a bunch of questions from, you know, the audience. And this time I'm just going to be answering some of the basic questions uh, that you have asked me in the last couple of weeks and how we can wrap up this season in a nice pretty bow. So the first question that I got a hundred times over in different formats was, how are you? How often do we actually ask people how they are and really care to know the answer? (laughs) right? And I was just so overwhelmed with the amazing messages and notes and texts and voicemails and gifts that came in the mail of just people who were reaching out and just wanted to see if me and my family were okay. So to all of you who had reached out to me and the Cruz family, thank you so much. We saw every single one of them 
if we did not respond, here's the podcast episode to say that I did. Um, but yeah, it was it was overwhelming to see how much support uh, we had gotten. And for me personally, I'm going to tell you, like, I was not in a good place last month. I mean, for obvious reasons. And uh, it was really rough. I'm going to say it was probably the worst month of my life. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never had someone that close to me pass away. And, um, and it was rough. It was rough. And, uh, you know, the emotional impact of it, the nuances that is the, the family dynamics that I have, as I mentioned to several of you, I'm one of nine kids from my father. So imagine getting nine kids, grandkids, my dad was also the oldest of nine, so imagine like how much family and stuff I had to um, kind of uh, confront in the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks. But it was all good, and I will say um, I'm learning that grief is absolutely a process. And there are several of you who reached out to me and said, "You know what? Don't rush yourself. It's going to take some time." And I kind of understood what you were saying, but. Uh, even, you know, now it's been 40 days or so since my dad passed away. There are still moments where I just, you know, I get caught in a, in a sad thought or I, you know, a happy memory, but just makes me miss him or just kind of thinking about, um, unfortunately, sometimes we think about what could have been different, right? And so all that to say, it was pretty rough, but just this past week, which is why I'm in the podcast studio now, I actually started feeling like, quote unquote, you can't see my air quotes right now, but quote unquote, my normal self, as in, I actually feel like, you know, singing some karaoke and cracking some jokes and uh, taking some walks. And, um, and so starting to feel like, you know, life is moving on without kind of losing, uh, losing thought of what, you know, the legacy my dad had. So, I am doing pretty good. Now, that leads me into the broader question of like, on a daily, day-to-day basis, I'm doing pretty good. When it comes to how am I doing as a kind of person and what I'm thinking about in purpose in life, well, that's where I have been really contemplating where this is all taking me, right? And and uh, I've been so fortunate that over the last four years, starting with the first season of this podcast, how different my life has been from four years ago until now. And looking back and realizing, you know what, uh, there is so much that has happened that's been good in our life. And I've been taking some time to really celebrate that, but also having some real, what did I say, borderline existential crisis as to, you know, what? what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? And so while I am doing okay on a daily, uh, day-to-day basis, what I'll touch upon in this next segment is the bigger question, which is what the F <laughs> is happening next and what is the point of all of this? So stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Bernadette. If you like what you're hearing but want to meet in real life, consider taking my next masterclass or joining my membership at crushyourmoneygoals.com. Hey. 
At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Well, that was a really long-winded answer to how am I doing, Um, but it is the stepping stone to the broader question of what's next, and that has brought me the biggest question I've had in my mind over the last couple of weeks, which is, am I living my legacy? Not leaving a legacy, am I currently living it right now? And I'm going to share with you, you know, a little story here. And if you are following me on Instagram, you might have seen a picture that I posted recently. Um, it's a, it's actually a really cool picture. It looks like it should be in a museum. But it's a picture of my, um, my dad and his brothers and sisters and my grandparents, who I've only met once in my life. And it really started the inner dialogue of whether or not I am living my legacy. And so... I really only understood the weight of this picture at my dad's funeral. It's a picture of him, his parents, and his eight siblings in the Philippines. My grandfather was a farmer in a rural town. My grandmother stayed at home and raised the nine kids. This is like in the nine. My my dad was born in 1938. So like think about how far back, how long ago this was. What is really striking about this picture? that you might not notice is that all nine kids are wearing graduation robes. And my dad was actually the first one to go to college. And what I did not learn until his funeral was that when he went to college, he then paid for his next sibling to go to college, who then paid for the next one, and who then paid for the next one. And so the trend continued until all nine children went to college, and they all supported each other because my grandfather, the farmer, and my grandmother, the homemaker, did not have the means to send all nine kids to college on their own. And so they took care of each other. And what's remarkable is that three of them became CPAs, including my dad, four became engineers, and two became librarians. They all had successful careers in their own right. And today, there are more than 40 grandchildren and great-grandchildren that stem from this picture living in the Philippines, in the U.S., like me, and in Canada. And we all get to live comfortably because of the choices our parents and our grandparents made. And that was in big part to what my dad did. And so when I uh, came back from Las Vegas... Uh, The reason I ended up coming back to North Carolina was because I was asked to present two scholarships to the Young Black Leadership Alliance, and that money was funded by the members of my Crush Your Money Goals community. So several of you who are listening to this right now, you contributed to those scholarships for the Young Black Leadership Alliance. And a lot of you know, I don't have kids of my own, so it's a way for me to help someone else with college like my dad did with his siblings. And it's small, but it's a start. So lately, I've really been reimagining the idea of legacy, and I don't want to wait until my funeral for someone to say what I had done. I want to be able to start thinking about what I can do uh, before, you know, before that day comes and what choices I can make while I'm still living. So that's 
that's a little heavy, guys. This is probably not your normal Bernadette uh, podcast episode, but the reason I share this with you is because the beauty of having done all of this work in the last five years of paying off that $300,000 of debt, of paying off our mortgage, of kind of bucking traditional personal finance advice and kind of making my own route here, even at the um, disbelief of a lot of my friends and family, I have started to see that pay off. And now I'm trying to go, you know, kind of bigger and deeper into what do I really want my life to stand for when I look back on it. And the good news is that to a certain extent, I feel like I'm doing that already, which is a really, really cool and powerful place to be to say that, you know, I wake up every day and I am genuinely excited about the work that I do. And the work that I do is working with many of you to help you get your finances in order, to help you uh, take care of your families, to maybe get out of that job that isn't aligned with what your legacy is to um, buy that home that you're going to raise that family in. Like all of those things genuinely excite me. And when I think about it, I unfortunately don't know that many people that can say the same thing. And that in a way, you know, this is me bragging to myself right now. I'm really proud of myself and I'm really proud of AJ for, for us building this life. Uh, of course, it did not happen by accident. It happened by design. And one of the things that I'm learning in this process is that your life change, your life plans can still change. Your life design can still be different. How my life looks like now versus what I thought it would be five years ago is completely different. If you had told me Bernadette Joy from, you know, five years ago, if you had told her she is going to be having a six-figure business, have a seven million, you know, a seven, figure net worth, be able to do the shit that she loves, not have a boss, uh, be able to travel when she wants to. You know, if you had told me all those things, I would have thought you were crazy because I don't think I could have even imagined it at that point. And here's the truth. I have a long way to go. And it's not all, you know, roses and cotton candy here. There are definitely days where I'm like, well, this shit sucks, or maybe I made the wrong decision, or, you know, having a lot of self-doubt. But generally speaking... Um, I feel really comforted in the fact that I think I'm starting to live my legacy now. And now the question is, how much of that legacy do I want to continue to create? And how much do I want to do it now while I'm still living? So that leads me into the last question, which is, how can you still find me after this season? And how can we build your legacy? Stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Bernadette. If you like what you're hearing but want to meet in real life, consider taking my next masterclass or joining my membership at crushyourmoneygoals.com. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care doesn't have to wait because after hours, urgent care knows accidents happen. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Get ready. Broadway is returning to Charlotte. Blumenthal Performing Arts has an incredible selection of upcoming hits, including the returns of Hamilton and Wicked. 
plus the long-awaited Charlotte debut of Disney's Frozen and many more fan-favorite musicals and plays. Season tickets are on sale now at BloomenthalArts.org slash BPA Broadway. Okay, so I'm doing good, living my life. How do we get you feeling really good and living your life? That is the ultimate question here. So for those of you who have listened to this podcast, you know, since it's, since its inception, wow, thank you. I am floored. I actually had someone who reached out to me the other day and said she's listened to every single episode. And I was like, I didn't know that anyone did that. I didn't know that anyone listened to this. So if you've listened even to one episode or this episode, obviously, because you're hearing me now, thank you, thank you, thank you, right? This is the, I'm going to say this is the origin story of Crush Your Money Goals. And so for those of you who have, who are new to me, uh, I started this business, Crush Your Money Goals, now four years ago, and it started out with this podcast. And simply put, I kept getting asked the question of how we paid off $72,000 of student loan debt in less than a year. You can, by the way, listen to that first season if you just backtrack into your um, player here. Um, And I wanted to be efficient about it, so I recorded the podcast. And what I did not realize was that podcast was going to turn into an invitation to go on TV and then to be featured in CNBC and USA Today and then be able to, um, you know, do speaking engagements and then build my own platform and programs around helping other people not only get out of debt, but where this is all going to is how do we really create and live our legacies now. So... That being said, I'm sure there'll be another podcast season down the road, not in the immediate future, because there's a lot of things that are going on right now in Crush Your Money Goals, and there's so many different ways that you can continue to engage. So if you're still figuring out like what you're doing, still dabbling, feeling a lot of fear right now, there are plenty of free resources that we are offering to you that you can just get started on your journey. So obviously, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go ahead and check those out. They're all free, and I teach lots of helpful things in those episodes. So that's one way you can do it. You can continue to follow me on social media. If you haven't noticed, I am most active on Instagram. And if you like really bad karaoke, then I am the girl for you because I have started realizing that I'm going to combine my love of karaoke and money education. So look out for that. Additionally, you can also check it out on YouTube, Bernadette Joy. And you can also sign up for my email list if you go to crushyourmoneygoals.com you can get my top 10 tips to start your debt-free journey. It's a great guide. It's a good way to like just get the ball rolling and included in it are a lot of the articles and other resources that I have out there, like the things that I've done for CNBC and such. So that is if you're at the free, like I'm not ready to invest in this yet. I'm still figuring out what I want to do. If you're ready to start taking a little bit of action, you can look out for one of my classes, and many of you have taken them since uh, January of 2020. I think over 2,000 people have come through my classes. So the classes are super fun. We're not boring and dry. I'm not an old white man telling you like that you should just be investing and not drinking coffee. Like That is not how we roll. And so classes that I teach are things like budget like a boss, money skills for homeowners, acing your resume, things that are actually practical and useful and will help increase your wealth. Just right off the bat. Those are more for beginners. Now, where we have really transformed 
since even the beginning of this year is leveling people up out of those classes and into long-term sustainable strategies around their finances. And so I have three programs right now that you can work with me personally one-on-one. So I'm not going to like just sell you some online course and then you never see me again. No, you're actually going to work with me individually in real life. And the three programs are dependent on where you're at, right? So if you're someone who is just like, I just feel super overwhelmed and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and I just need to get my finances in order, uh, you can sign on with me for one month and we will have five coaching sessions and lots of tips and tools and resources and a plan for you to fix your money flow. And that's what it's called. Fix your money flow. It's 30 days. I kind of like to think of it as the equivalent of like a Whole30 diet, but for your money, where you're just cleansing and detoxing and getting the nasty stuff out of there so that when you come out of it, you're feeling clean and refreshed and feeling like you can actually take on the world, right? So that is Fix Your Money Flow. Um, If you are in for a longer uh, journey together and want to not only fix your money flow, but to start building your wealth you can join my 90-day program, which is called Net Self-Worth. And it came because I realized that the biggest barrier for people in um, being able to get their finances in order is, one, they don't understand the concept of net worth. And most people are tracking the wrong shit in their finances. So they're like, oh, well, I have a lot of debt or like I'm just looking at my bank account balances. Like, no, you're not doing this right. You have to look at your entire financial picture. And so I teach people how to build their net worth and simultaneously, how do we build the confidence or self-worth to believe that we can actually do this ish, right? So I started that program back in December. I've had I've had uh, maybe 50 or so people come through it and the results are staggering. Even for me, I'm going to tell you there are some bad ass people coming out of this program. I just had someone who just showed me the graph of her net worth from December up until now and it looks like... It just looks like a straight shooting up into heaven. It's just insane to me. And a lot of people go into the program kind of in trepidation because the goal that I set forth for everyone in that program is how do we increase your net worth by at least 50K? And it sounds like a it sounds like insurmountable, especially if you're someone who has a ton of debt or you just don't know much about finances or whatever it is. But people are doing it. People have done it. And even from my own personal story, when I figured this out, from the inception of this season, back in January when we first started this season, my net worth was at, actually I'll look it up right now, it's $918,000, right? Since then in June, we've, AJ and I have gone up to $1.138 million. That did not happen by me just working my ass off and trying to make 200 k like with my own blood, sweat, and tears. And that is where people mostly mess up in their financial planning as their only way to increasing their income is by trading their time in for dollars. And one of my biggest tenants is how do we actually make more money and work less? And so as a prime example of this, when my father passed away, this is a true story. Um, you know, I was basically out of commission for a month, like couldn't you really do much in my in my job other than I kept my existing clients, but I didn't do anything else in terms of business development. And AJ, um, he was working remotely, but kind of doing the bare minimum, sorry boss, <laughs> on his job. And in the month of May, even though we were barely doing any work, we still had 20K of, of, of income come in in that month. 
That is the power of things like investing and real estate and designing your life in such a way that you are not always having to work all the time. So if that's of interest to you, that is the 90-day version. And then if you're real badass, I have several of my clients who've come through these other programs and now are looking to get to early retirement. And so the six-month program is the Chief Fire Officer Program. And basically, I am your Robin to your Batman. Like, I am in your pocket helping you out with any major financial decision. So I am your first point of contact for any kind of stress that you have financially or if you have a big decision to make. And you get group coaching and you get to meet with me one-on-one and you get all my courses. Like, it's just the whole kit and caboodle. So that is for like my top tier VIP folks who are really serious about living a life that's very different from other people. So just as examples of things that I have been working on with those clients, we have been working on refinancing their mortgages from a 30-year to a 15-year and like not freaking out about it. We are building side hustles. We are um, funding kids' college funds like 10 years in advance. <laughs> we are paying down some serious debt. One of my... Um, Chief Fire Officer clients has paid off $100,000 of debt in a year. It is insane what you can do if you have the right people on your side and you have a vision and mission for where your money should go, but more importantly, more importantly, where your life is going. So that's the Chief Fire Officer. And all of those are on my website. It's on crushyourmoneygoals.com. And I'm always happy to have a chat with you if you're interested in learning more about those. So Aside from all those things, what else is going on with me life-wise? I have started taking piano lessons. That's been pretty fun. I uh, will be spending more time in Asheville in our place there. Um, AJ and I are actually working on getting our place in Charlotte fully rented out, which, yay, more residual income. And we're just going to be taking the next couple of months to just, just breathe and live life, which feels like we haven't done for some time now. My friend Stacy, she actually gave me this analogy and she heard it on another podcast that most people have never really had a hammock in between the different kind of crazy periods of life. It's always like go from one job to the next job, go from baby number one to baby number two, go from, you know, school to like corporate life, right? And when you envision the the imagery of just a hammock, right, whether it's a beach or in the woods or whatever it is, when was the last time that you felt that way? Right? So that's where I'm at, y'all. I am wrapping up this podcast and then I'm going on a little metaphorical and actual hammock. I'm literally looking at hammocks on Amazon <laughs> right now and taking the next couple of months to decide, you know, what the next kind of next steps of my my legacy is. And that's a really cool place to be that we have the opportunity to take that break and think more deeply about that. I will say that the reason I'm able to do that is because of all of you. You have supported my journey in a way that I never could have imagined. Uh, many of you have supported me more than my close family and friends and rooted for me. And uh, and again, just so floored with some of you have never even met in real life and have um, sent me the kindest words, the kindest gestures, um, just made me really feel like this is all possible. So I would not be in this place if it, if it were not for people like you. And so I hope 
that in some way I can do the same thing and return the favor to you in some day. And then otherwise, I hope that you all have an amazing hammock, (laughs) whatever that might be, and I will catch you somewhere, someday. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear Bernadette Joy. Now I'm going to ask you for three quick favors. One is to leave a review and let us know what you liked about this episode. Two is to follow on all social media at Bernadette Joy and submit your questions to be featured in a future episode. And three, if you want to actually meet in real life and learn how to crush your money goals, visit my website at crushyourmoneygoals.com.